What was it? Science didn't know, but dedicated scientists were willing to risk their lives to find out. This lungfish, the bridge between fish and the land animal, this one was a failure. It hasn't changed in millions of years. But here, here we have a clue to an answer. Hey guys, and welcome to a special episode of Freakier Than Fiction that we are recording to be released sometime or anytime in the future. Um, just this is an episode that we are going to release on a week where we're unable to record another episode. And David, you might not want to be transparent about that, but I know that I do. Oh, I was going to it's, let everybody It's very know. important to yeah, me. Yeah, sometimes we um, got to take a week off, man. So you and I were chilling today and Evan bailed. Ooh, Evan. Evan bailed. It's okay, and that's Evan. fine. We forgive you. He, he has important. Work. It makes sense. He has important things to do. But I decided that we should watch a movie anyway and have an episode anyway because it's a show. And it's Tuesday. We usually record on Tuesdays. Yeah, and I made time for it. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to do it anyway. Uh, but anyway, we watched Creature from the Black Lagoon. After some debate, we settled on that. Because we, we've talked about it before. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because it is filmed in Florida. Uh, you apparently went there to the I th- filming location. I think it's called Wakulla Springs, but do not fact check me on that because it could be wrong. Yeah, but even if you didn't, didn't, we're probably going to try to make a trip over there. I think that we should stay there like a day or two. Yeah, exactly. Just a night, something like that. You know, um, Go we, swim around. We used to always go in the winter Why? because rates were very low Oh, because nice. no one would stay there. Oh, but the springs stayed the same uh, temperature, correct? Yeah, freezing cold. Well, 72 freezing cold yeah it's always 72 degrees um not one degree if water is cold it is it uh it does not help if the outside is cold oh yeah definitely it would have been awful oh but we never went swimming oh really gotcha they have a big diving board there and we never went swimming oh goodness yeah i used to go to crystal river all the time kind of in the winter around november close to december and the water was always 72 and it was just too cold. We just we went in. You're missing the most important part of this, that no one was there, and it's a really old mansion style house. It was empty. Really? And rickety and creaky and crazy. Oh, I love it. And ricky ticky tally. Ricky ticky tally. It was insane. Oh. Um, a great place for childhood because I got to get raised by cockroaches. Oh, awesome. Like you remember uh, in Princess Mononoke, the girl was raised by wolves. That was you, but cockro- exactly the oh. same, but with cockroaches. Oh, they make a sound that's like, and you think like that's pretty meaty. No, no, that's them eating cardboard and stuff. It's real gross. Oh, disgusting. and you hear it all the time there. D- doesn't your dad have a nose for sniffing out? My cockroaches? father has a nose for cockroach poop. Oh, yes. Because he, he was in attics a lot, working uh, as a handyman, and he knows what cockroach poop smells like. Interesting. See, that that would be a nice little perk to have. Well, there has to be enough cockroaches to create enough poop that he can track onto it. Yeah, that would be definitely, like I said, a very useful perk. Okay, so okay, so we watched a movie. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed the shit out of it. It really reminded me of uh, the first practice episode of the podcast we did. Oh, where we, where watched, we watched Frogs? We watched Frogs that we, I think we mentioned on the One of episode with Michael. Yeah, probably. Um, but like a, it it wasn't a, a B horror movie. It was like the biggest horror movie at the time. Exactly. But you know that campiness, 
it it that's the only movie we've watched like this is frogs yeah and i enjoyed the hell out of that and i enjoyed the hell out of this oh yeah i loved it i like uh you, you know you're not going to be, you know, spooked out of your mind. There's not going to be a hundred jump scares. You just kind of want to see a a loose story, something you can just kind of chit-chat around and kind of just enjoy yourselves watching. That's it, what this movie brought. It makes me think that I want to watch uh, The Blob and, like, um, uh, just some of the old, the really old horror movies and the monster movies of the 50s and stuff. Like, well, I want to start getting to that on Freakier Than Fiction. Oh yeah, definitely. I was thinking about that while watching this one. Uh, you know, Dr- Dracula's the big one that always pops into my mind because my mom hated it because she was so scared of it, even though it's not that scary. Is Nosferatu a horror movie? Um, kind of. I don't know. Kind. I of. literally only know it from SpongeBob. Uh, Nosferatu is. I want to say that's the silent film. Yes. Yeah. So it's the silent film. It's supposed to be scary, but. Kind of, I want to watch that too. I think, like, at the time, he was probably frightening because he's a giant, giant monster looking guy, even though he probably just looks normal. Yeah, anyway. and one day we gotta, we gotta watch Citizen Kane and talk about it because I've never seen it. Okay, yeah, th- I was thinking about this the other day how we have to bring in more movies that, like, old movies that we haven't watched that are considered classics. There's, um, there's a transition in Citizen Kane where, um, have you seen it? No. Where uh, like a parakeet comes on screen really fast and goes like super loud, and then it just goes into the next scene. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I found out that um, they put that in there because the producer thought that people would get so bored that they needed to be woken up in the theater, and that's what the transition <laughs> is for. That's great. So I mean, it's just it piques my interest so much. I need to see that. Yeah, the other movie we were talking about watching was Rocky. One you haven't seen, and I'm very surprised you haven't seen. Well, it was funny that we walked into the house that I live in and Rocky was playing. I don't think that was Rocky 1, though. Oh, I gross. think that was Rocky 3, they by get, the looks of it. They get progressively worse as it goes yeah, on, Yeah, right? but Rocky 4 is so patriotic, it's great. So I watched Rocky 4. The, actually, I, I watched that the other night. Says the guy who hasn't seen American Sniper or 13 Hours. Go- <laughs> Yeah, no. you love patriotic movies, huh? No, I like Rocky. Sink your teeth into those. No, those are like hardcore patriotic yeah. movies. Excuse me, what's that? Are you not a hardcore patriot? What's that? What's that? Well, well, well. What's I've seen you have put me in a sneaky trap. But I watched Rocky Four the other night, and it was great. And I'm I'm debating about putting it in the bowl so we can all watch it. But you need to see the. Why original don't you one. not? <laughs> oh, but it's so good. I'll watch it one day, but not. I, you know, not really. Oh man, it's so funny. It's just it's it's so great. It's good. But yeah, we watched the creature from the Black Lagoon, and we've been going almost ten minutes without talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so creature from the Black Lagoon is an old horror movie about. An expedition into the Amazon to look for fossils, but what they actually find is a scary fish monster. Oh, yes. And for being filmed in 1954, it is amazing. It looks really good. Yeah, like it looks great. Um, Very impressed with the underwater shots and everything like that. See the most amazing underwater photography that the screen has ever known. We are going into this blind. We don't know any of the background research that was put in, you know, what was actually put into this movie. That we totally put into every solid episode of Freaker Than Fiction, right? yeah, David's Funky Facts. Yeah, every single one. I do not IMDb 
as I'm recording. <laughs> I <laughs> never do that. The only time we do that is to just remember actor names and whoever the names are. Yeah, the or check the movie or the, the movie year or the budget. Yeah, but but the budget game I really like. Once again, let's let's highlight that um, this was filmed in Florida, and that's why it that's why I know about it in the first place. It's because at the place um, where it's filmed, where I stayed, they show it every night. On like uh, next to a giant fireplace and stuff. Do they have a gift shop? Yes, it's really big. Really? Yeah. Do they have like little dolls? I couldn't tell you, man. Okay. It's, it's like I said, it's been about a decade since I've gone. Oh, I want to go. I want to go. So it might not even be there. I think it used to be like a, a factory or like a Hershey's plantation or like a peanut owner. Whoa. Someone who someone who owns a peanut had a <laughs> just factory one there. giant peanut. Yeah. Well, it's a very lucrative business, peanut peanut timeshares oh yeah it's it's hard man anyway (laughs) so it was interesting uh in that regard and it's very obvious if you live in florida that it's filmed in florida right it's um it's all cypress trees and bluegill fish and gar that are totally not in the amazon nope not at all yeah and i think i mean the nice thing about florida is that you can go rafting down these rivers and it's the same thing and you can swim and stuff. And it's oh, really yeah, nice. Yeah, it's fun. I, I love going down like Crystal River, Rainbow River. Don't know which one I always go to, but there's one of them where you can just you pay, what, like 20 bucks and it's like two to four hours. I pay nothing. Oh, you sneaky Pete. I pay nothing. You just go down there and get a raft. Well, the, the whole reason why I'm paying money is because they drive they drive me up the river and then they when we get dropped off you know once you know you can park up the river yeah but then i would have to then how do i get back like someone has to drop me off at the top of the river and then someone has to drive down at the bottom of the river to pick me up it's easier for the just to pay the guy to drive me up you could leave your car there and then take your friend's car up the river and then when you get dropped off take your car to their car you think i have that many friends i i assume you have one (laughs) i assume you have one who can drive yeah but they won't Take separate cars? That's crazy. Well, you're you're a silly man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I I did really enjoy this movie. Yeah, we we had a fun time. The underwater shots were really cool. It was very dreamlike. And the the creature looked great. Like the costume. And I really I really liked how when he breathed, um, like the back gill area also flexed with like the breathing. That was really cool. Yeah, and it looked like he was g- grasping for air for being a fish out of water hmm. constantly. And whoever was in that suit, congrats to you for swimming in that it's, suit. It seems like it's a very simple execution, very simple idea, and it's just it's just solid. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, it reminded me a lot of Room, and we're not going to talk about Room very much, but it's I'm n- nominated for an Oscar, and it's such a simple idea. Right, room. Oh yeah, definitely. that's executed so well. I room was uh, to get sidetracked. I do want to talk like a solid thirty minutes about that movie. Well, we're gonna do it on an episode of Freaking Fiction. Yeah, it's it's probably actually but it restored released. it restored my faith that there are still ideas to be executed for movies. Oh yeah, definitely. And in such a year of remakes, and this this was the same thing. It was like. I haven't seen anything else like this. And that's why you'll hear it when we record on Thursday. That's the one that's going to win the Oscar. That is... I'm talking about Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. 
It's going to win the Oscar. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to come like 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 they always like throw in one that's you know uh, made years ago, <laughs> around sixty years ago, and bam, usually it wins. This is a horror movie. Did it work? Did it work as a horror movie? No, it, like you it's know, a campy it's not, horror movie. Do you th- like, what this must have been scary to people when it came out, right? Oh yeah. And definitely. we are jaded. We are internet internet kin we we are just awful and i don't mean kin like the tumblr word of kin i mean <laughs> like, like when you said that i i it hurt a little bit. i mean like children of the internet okay good we were good. raised with internet we're we've seen everything exactly in image form if i was young like when i was younger i briefly remember this movie i remember the monster mostly and i feel like that makes a good horror movie is when you remember the monster or you don't remember specific scenes of him killing things. You you think of when I say creature of the black lagoon, I can give you a pretty good description of what he looks like. It's kind of like an alien where you have such an awesome creature that it kind of sticks through time. It looks like such a human that you would think that it just wouldn't work. Exactly. But with all the interesting stuff going on in the movie and the underwater shots and like the motivation that he falls in love with the beautiful actress who's also on the boat. It's just it's such a simple story. Do you not do you have the runtime on this? Uh, I have no clue. It felt pretty short. It must have been like not even 90 minutes. Oh, it's an hour and 19 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 72 minutes, right? Yeah, 79. Yeah. And it's it's the perfect length. I wish more movies were that length. Yeah, it honestly. was like I didn't feel like it was really long or anything like that. Um, it was a short, quick, we got to sit down, enjoy ourselves for a solid hour and just kind of chill out. But try, try getting someone to pay 20 bucks for the Blu-ray of a 72 minute movie. I don't think so. Mm, David Overby does, depending on the movie. Really? But then again, he's crazy. Oh, he's, I hate that guy. Oh, he's crazy. <laughs> we didn't even introduce ourselves. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's so far in. Um, you're Hunter and I'm David. Correct. Yeah. And this is the Hunter and David show. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Hunter and David's Google Fashion, please. Ooh, ooh. And, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I just enjoyed it. it. It was great. And that's what I do want to put in more movies like that. Not even just strictly, you know, monster, old monster movies. I do want to watch The Blob with you. That's a good one. It, it's hard because it's a 72 minute movie. There's not that many concepts going on. They're all executed really well. So it's hard to say more than it was simple and it was good. Exactly. You had a deep, like a very, very great creature of the Black Lagoon. You had a <laughs> cast of scientists who are hunting it. and that's, Handsome. Oh, yeah. They were all handsome. Handsome men. Even my boy, what, Lucas? That crazy boat driver. The captain of the boat. Lucas is my boy. I mean, it was hard to figure out the characters. Yeah. I didn't know who some of the doctors were, and it seemed like they introduced boatmen when they needed to. Oh, yeah. But whatever. Yeah, you know? the boatmen were just side characters. The main characters is David, who is the um, the scientist who is willing to not kill the creature. He He doesn't want this creature killed or anything like that. He just wants to observe it. And then you have, I forgot his name, Chris? No, Richard. Richard. Um, he's the guy who is on the opposite end and wants to kill it, cash it in for cash mm-hmm. money. 
So you have two people uh, and, a, and a team going out to look for something. And then their ideas conflict over how it should go. And then the conflict is handled well. And that, then you have a movie. Yeah, exactly. Right? But watching old movies, I love seeing their old versions of cinematography and there's so few like tracking shots or like pans or anything it's always very still shots and i love when um when you know in old movies when they have to like examine something intense then they rip off the sheet and then it's a hard cut to like the thing (laughs) and it just looks at it while people talk about it every every fucking old movie has that i love that so much but i can't when I, when I watch a, a really old movie, and this movie's sixty, almost sixty years old, more than sixty years old, right? Yeah. I I love watching it and seeing, and this is gonna sound awful. I love just kind of knowing that everyone in it is dead. Oh yeah. And it's it's except such, for the girl. It makes it feel so cool to be like this was a captured moment of time sixty years ago of people telling a story. And the more I the more I learn about movies and critique movies, and I'm not a critic, but the more I critique movies, the more I see the story behind it and I see the acting and it feels like a massive orchestration of people um, putting this piece of art together. You know, I don't I no longer look at Arnold Schwarzenegger and see the Terminator. I see. Arnold Schwarzenegger acting and sometimes that's really hard um like I'll see when you see campy acting it can be really difficult to get into the movie this one I was into and I'll talk about it more when we talk about Brooklyn on the next podcast but having something so intimate can really take you out of it and something about old movies that just goes away you know, because the campiness is fun and they're they're all dead. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You kind of have to give it to them. Well, one thing I like about it is even though none of these actors and actresses are alive, except in this case, um, I guess, yeah, uh, Julie Adams is currently still alive, according yeah. to this IMDb page. The beautiful woman? Oh, yeah. Still alive? Yep, Fantastic. still alive. She's Fantastic. like 89 or something like that. I wonder if she if she still watches the movie. Well, what I was going to say is, even though they're all gone, they had one movie that is stained through, you know, stained through the test of time, and it's 2016, and two college kids are watching it, and you know, in a room right now. Yeah, we're not watching it right now, and we're not in room. Oh no! Hint, <laughs> hint for the podcast that already happened. It's a shit. It's so good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm only halfway through it. Okay. I'm nervous. Don't tell me anything about it. Okay, good, good, Don't good. tell these people anything about it. Okay, d- d- go watch Room. If like if you missed the Oscar episode one and are skipping to this one in the future, go go watch Room. It is great. But there's there's something to be said for like um this vision into the past that we have and the capturing of like seconds in this in the fifties. It's uh the invention of moving pictures and photographs is it's really like taking our memory and making it physical. And we take that totally for granted. Oh, definitely. Now, like who gives, who gives a shit? I took a picture of a fish yeah. and I posted it on Instagram. It was a fish and that was it. 
Is that like a library where you can see a lot of stuff? Yeah, that's what I like. Um, Instagram's like a photo library? Essentially, yeah. It's just a, just a big old photo library. Well, how and does it get into your phone? What? Uh, through magic, I want to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they weren't going to take pictures of silly little fish and post it on Instagrams and things like that. They were going to, you know, make crazy movies or we still make crazy movies, but we do take it for granted. We just make shit now. That's why it's well. That's why I love silent films, because you can really see how it's um, the bridge between theater and the new art form of making movies. Because so many things they do are like coming in from off stage right and being really crazy expressive with their faces to try to connote what's going on, and uh, being like really silly theater people. I love that stuff. Yeah, because and this is a movie that was made on like the beginning of film as its own art form and all these new techniques that were being developed. Would they have a play underwater? No, that would never happen. But they got underwater cameras. They were like, well, how do we make a movie around this? They executed an awesome idea. Yeah, essentially they had very limit. They had a bunch of limitations and they thought outside the box of how to create these movies. That's why I kind of want to go see Hail Caesar. Um, the What's the limitation there? There isn't a limitation there. We don't have any limitations anymore on movies. We can just CG it. But it is... <laughs> but it... Um, the, whole, the whole era of that movie is in, you know, in different theaters of the movie business. I went past Creature of the Black Lagoon, but before... Um, I'm not sure what before, but essentially that there it's in the you know the height of movie business. Well, it's, it's that's fun because you can see how like we are interpreting the past in our modern sense. Like Scarlett Johansson is going to wear a lot of sexy new clothes that weren't around in the fifties, and you no, know, that's an interesting thing to see. But I, I'm looking at Creature from the Black Lagoon, and I'm thinking like. There could be capturing species of fish or plants that are extinct now. It's been 60 years, and we've colonized most of that. So, I mean, it's such a great piece of history. And you can see, like, trends. Like, um, the girl's, the woman's shorts that she was wearing. Oh, yeah, we were commenting on that The earlier. shorts, I don't know what they're called. I'm, I, I can't afford clothes, but... The shorts that them. shorts that go up to girls' belly buttons. Yeah, and I I call them diaper pants. Yeah, like I know that's a terrible <laughs> word for them, but they kind of look like diaper. Yeah, pants. and those got popular like three years ago. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's you know it's really interesting to see that. And we joke that they were wearing Sperry's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of looked like they were wearing Sperry's. Yeah, their their water shoes just look like Converse yeah. that we have now, because they have the the rubber band around the bottom. And so it it was cute that that you can old movies you get to it's kind of like a glimpse in the past of just kind of history time and everything like that. It's it's just it's just too interesting, you know. I can watch an old movie and think so much more than watching a new movie and think about all the circumstances surrounding it or why they made it. Whereas a new movie, most of the time, it's like that set's really good. That CG is pretty okay. You know, I almost didn't know it was CG. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's usually like. Well, um, I don't know if you've checked it out, but on seems to be like every Shark Week on Discovery Channel, they always post the, the Jaws documentary of how it was created and everything like that. 
and it's a great documentary of how you know the mechanics have failing and everything like that and that's how they made like they just worked around it they just said okay we're not going to use the you know mechanical robot for half the movie and go on from there and that's what i like about the there's a really there's a really common argument in the art world that limitations create amazing art and um you'll see this with drummers i'm just pointing at michael's drum kit in the shed right now but uh you know, if you tell him, make a drum line for this, he's, you know, what the heck's he going to do? But if you're like, do a ride on the 16th notes and try to accent, like, get some um, syncopation with the snare, then then he can actually do something really interesting because he has a foundation. And they make that argument with George Lucas that the reason Star Wars is so good is because he had to work really hard because he had nothing. Yeah. And he was underfunded and everything, and he was just trying to make a good movie. And that movie was saved in the last two days before it was shipped because editing was completely switched around. And um, I like seeing things where people had intense limitations. Um, That's why I like old movies. Have you ever seen the movie Hugo? It is a newer movie, but it is based off of the... Yuki, um, I always look at the name. The It's the short film where the... Where the rocket crashes into Moon's eye. Oh, um, to the moon? Yeah, to the moon. I just watched that. That's so trippy. Oh yeah. You can see where they colored in the color on the film. And yeah, and they mentioned that in the movie because it, it's a very good movie. Okay. You should just go watch it. Okay. I'm uh this is gonna sound really dumb. Yeah. What the heck is Hugo about? Okay. I uh, thought it was about the hunchback of Notre Dame. No. Hugo is the his parents died, or his dad died. He was a watchmaker, and he lives in the essentially watchtower of the. I wouldn't say watchtower. It's the big clock in the train station. And yeah, isn't a, that the story of the hunchback? Well, no, no. The hunchback lives in you know the Notre Notre, Notre Dame, Dame in the tower in the bell tower. Essentially, it's the same thing, but he's not a deformed monster. He's just a regular kid. And he meets this girl, and they could start dating, or kind of. Well, what's what's gonna sell me on the movie? What's gonna make me want to watch it? Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, though. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to just say it? No. Okay. Uh, there is. It's a good love story, and then you get some old cinematography backstory that's actually somewhat truth. Okay. Okay, I need to watch To the Moon again. Yeah, it's on. Have you seen it? No, no, no. It's on. It's on. Have um, you seen it? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces, but you I, need I know, to watch I know the it's whole like, what, thing. 16 minutes? It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty... Like, scenes where apparently these old people thought that there were angels on the moon, and they lived underneath the moon's surface, and that's why we couldn't see them, and they thought, like, the moon was just as big as Earth. It was so interesting. <laughs> yeah, the, Hugo brings in... There's a couple scenes where you just have this guy talking about creativity in old movies and everything like that. And To the Moon is mentioned in it, so you'll like it. Well, it's, it's just in... I love old stuff. And you can get really intense with old music equipment, old film equipment, and you're like, you're a hipster, but there's just something special about it. Well, that's why... It's I so much more tangible. Yeah, I do like tangible things in order, as you can tell from my, you know, massive mo movie collection. Yeah, that I just like having something on a shelf. Something that looks nice on a shelf. That's all it has to be. 
I don't care if it's big or small. As long as it fits on a shelf, I'm good. <laughs> That's my life. I'm just going to have a house, and it's just going to be a giant shelf. And I'm going to be a hoarder, and then I will die. <laughs> That's, That's my really goal. Bad. I can't wait to see your DVD collection when you get a house. Oh, yeah, because right now uh, my shelf is full. I, oh no! Yeah, my shelf is full. My oh, no. my my closet se- shelf is just it's just too full. And now I just hide the Blu-rays under the my little sound system that I have going on in the living room. Well, well, you know what's funny? The creature from the Black Lagoon is so old, and so many limitations, and so like just entertaining. I can't. I can't say a single bad thing about it. Oh, I can't either. I don't know. Even if, you know, I could say like, well, the acting was cheesy, but that's why I love it. Yeah. It's... There's, there's just really nothing bad to say about it. And yeah. um, I, I guess this isn't even a review. It's just us talking about why we like it. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not going to give it a number or anything like that. I, I, you already hear that I, I enjoyed it. Usually, I'm pretty pretty harsh on my critique. I wouldn't say harsh. Usually, I give something a number review. No, you're. Your review for Submarine was harsh. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was harsh because that movie's what? awesome. I gave it, what, an eight? Yeah, but you didn't like the ending. Yeah, I d- didn't. I That's want... ridiculous. Mm. Man, you want to get into this no, now? No, I don't want to get into it now. Okay. No, want to get that. into it off, uh, off no, mic? No, no. Okay. I forgot about it until right now. So <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're okay. And But you have something that's just starting out in the movie business you can't give it a number. Yeah, and if you're not into old film, we you need get to it. get into oh, old film. Oh, I was about to say I understand if you don't, but Oh, really? I was about Yeah, it's like if you if you don't like it because it's not if you say exciting, if fine. you saved your Avengers ticket stub, then don't get into old film. But if you like movies, give old film a try. Uh, I did save one ticket stub. It's what'll turn you into a movie guy. A movie girl, a special person for me. I have my, uh, you. I used to keep old uh ticket stubs that I liked in my wallet, mm-hmm. and then I switched wallets constantly, and it always fell out. So I don't have any in there now. You want to know the movie stubs I have? What I have, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, because I, I love that. that. With you. And then I have um my, the best movie experience I ever had. Um, I saw from Up on Poppy Hill, the Ghibli movie, in the Tampa Theater with Ooh. a fantastic girl. And that was such an awesome experience. That theater is so beautiful, and I got to see a Ghibli movie in it. <laughs> so I saved that one. Dang. Uh, the only one I have currently is The Hateful Eight, and it's in the giant book that they gave us. because we was, Oh, yeah. Because we saw it in the... You, um, you think about that movie at all? I just sort of forgot about it. Um, I was thinking about it the other day when it came up with Oscars and everything. I understand why it's not in the top, you know, nominated for best Oscar or best nominated for best movie. And I get, I get it. I enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. I want to, but I I need to watch it with someone who had never seen it before. That's fair. So I could at least be like next to someone who is having a really good time. Yeah, because because God, it's so slow in the beginning. Yeah. Um, it's like I've seen Pulp Fiction six times, and that was all in the same year. And by the second time, I was done. Really? I still go back to Pulp Fiction. Uh, I did the other I think couple it's weeks a, ago. It's a once a year thing. 
I went back to Reservoir Dogs two years later. I really enjoyed it. I but saw Reservoir Dogs two days ago. You have to take so much time. You got to give it a little bit to breathe. And so, but I do like Quentin Tarantino a lot. And I enjoyed my time at the movies. And I enjoyed that it was available for us. And that was the big thing with me. I, I didn't oh, think I was oh going God, to Oh, God, it was a great experience. Yeah, exactly. The 70 millimeter. The cool thing about it was all the Tarantino fans in the county were there. Oh, yeah. The, the theater was packed. So everyone who was there had the best time. Oh, yeah. It's like seeing the midnight showing, but with just nerds. Oh, yeah. And the best part is no, but everyone was quiet. Yeah, everyone Everyone who paid extra for a 70 millimeter ticket is going to be quiet. Yeah, like everyone was quiet, respectful. It's not like someone in the Star Wars Episode 7 in front of me who laughed at the (laughs) Han Solo scene. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. There, um... There's been times where I go out to midnight releases and people are like, I knew it. And they're like yelling in in the goddamn theater. And you have people going like, shut the hell up and things like that. And it just ruins the whole movie experience. That's why I hate going to the movies. I saw Harry Potter. Oh, the good thing about that is that everyone at the midnight showing has read the books. Good. So they love it. Good. That Uh, was good. Spoilers for, I guess, uh, uh, um, Captain America 2. But when they found out that Bucky was... This, the super. I haven't seen any when? Captain America. It's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, spoilers for Civil War. Iron Man kills Captain America. Bam, bam. If you haven't read the comics, that's what happens. Oh well, that was a quick. I'm cutting. <laughs> <laughs> You're not cutting this episode. Ah. You might get the Oscar one. We'll see. Okay, but when they find out that Bucky is the Winter Soldier, this guy just screams in the whole theater. I knew it. And everyone just kind of booed him, and it just ruined the movie for me. Like, like the movie was good, but it just everyone was talking and yelling and just get just, being human. Yeah, just in a movie theater. That's <laughs> why in a movie theater. That's why I enjoyed going with you the other day to go see two movies on a Monday. Well, because to be nobody fair, was talking. we were pretty obnoxious in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, definitely. I was, but I had the best time of my life. Oh yeah, it was fun. We I, were we were like almost standing up and sitting on the edge of our seat when something was going to happen, and like, whoa, you know, when and, something happened. And it was a really good movie too. And I, I did not think I was going to love. The best Brooklyn. part about Brooklyn is that it's an amazing movie if you like movies, and no one's there to see it except like three seventy-year-old couples. Oh yeah, and same with Big Short. No one cares. I feel like that. Th- that specific theater we went to, it's called like the gallery. Or it was like full. That. We saw it on President's Day. Oh, yeah, definitely. But every time we go there in that specific movie theater that has the super nice couches, like couch yep. chairs and everything like that, it's always filled with old couples. Yeah. And well, it's only old couple movies. I've only seen Moonrise Kingdom and um, Brooklyn there, which are both just really artsy movies. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, I don't really know. Do you have anything to say about um, Creature of the Black Lagoon? If you haven't seen it, just if you want something you do on a Friday night and you would just you can say that about it. anything. No, you can say that about anything, man. Nah, I wouldn't be like, hey, if you want something to think about, go watch this. Twenty one. If you <laughs> if you if you want something very lighthearted and you just kind of want to have yeah. a good time and just kind of chit chat. Six people died in it, man. <laughs> it was legit. Yeah. But they died. You never saw. You never saw the creature like slash him up. 
Well, they didn't. They, you know, I don't. I just don't think they could do that. Yeah, they, it really seemed like they just couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. But that's fine. But I, you know, I'm I'm getting through a '50s movie. I don't need to see stuff go impale people. Oh yeah, it Im- enough stuff impaled the monster. Even that then, like if you want, it was cool. I feel like this is great for a family movie too. Like if like you have a kid who's old enough to that's realize. Really that- nice of you to say. Yeah. But you got to understand, no one who listens to this has kids. Oh, thumbs up. <laughs> Definitely. Thumbs up. Go watch it. We have things you can like. If us you on. don't have a thing for black and white film, you might and just not know it. Yeah, exactly. Just go give it a shot. And it's a quirky, silly story, but it's a great story. And it's just fun to watch. That's all we have to say about it. We could have said that. Two second episode. Let's say goodbye. 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 Wait, I have stuff to plug. No. Oh, okay. You can email us. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at uh, freakierthanfiction at gmail.com. None of the other stuff matters. Yeah, I like my Instagram. The FTF podcast on Instagram. Now I have to say the Twitter. Um, the Twitter is FTF underscore podcast, and it's run by, I don't know. Evan. Stay tuned. Lagoon. Science couldn't explain it, but there it was, alive, in the deep, deep waters of the Amazon. A throwback to a creature that had existed a hundred million years ago, immensely strong and destructive. A woman's beauty, the bait that brought it out of its lair. See underwater thrills never photographed before. See titanic underwater battles never dreamed of before in this most terrifying of the science fiction adventures. (laughs) 